Welcome back to the final episode of Moon and Back Podcast. I'm Angela. So this is not my final podcast. This is simply the final podcast I am recording under the title of Moon and Back. I am rebranding in 2022, and in this episode, I'm going to explain why and what that rebranding will look like as we move forward. So here it is. Um, It's no secret that over the past few months, I've been talking a lot about, you know, my relationship with God and really opening myself up to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And in that has inevitably come many shifts over the past couple of months. And, you know, the deeper that I dive into the Word of God and into the Holy Spirit and into God's love and into Jesus's light. I I just, I can't do astrology anymore. I don't want to do astrology anymore. I don't want to participate in the new age practices anymore. I don't want to read tarot anymore. I don't want to use crystals to quote, heal my body anymore. I don't want to read books about oneness anymore. I don't want to claim that I'm from another planet anymore. I don't, I don't want to receive nor facilitate Reiki anymore. You know, I don't even want to do yoga anymore. I still want to stretch and exercise and you know, have fitness, but as far as the yoga poses themselves, like warrior one and goddess and eagle and all these things that are rooted in Hinduism to yoke pagan gods, I don't want to do that anymore. So when I first started... Okay, let me start at the beginning. Let me start in 2014 when my grandmom died, okay? When my grandmom died, it was the greatest tragedy of my life. And to this day still is. That was that devastated me to my absolute core because she was my best friend in the world. I love my grandmom so much. And she was this always there for me throughout my entire life. You know, I've talked a lot about my childhood trauma, how I was bullied. Um, I never had a father. I don't know who he is to this day. I don't know his name. I don't, I don't have any relationship with him. I probably never will, unfortunately. Um, and that just, you know, I, I just suffered my entire life. I suffered my entire life. And... I went to Catholic church and Catholic school, um, but I never resonated with the teachings necessarily because a lot of it was rooted in guilt and shame. And I still don't resonate with Catholicism, but that did kind of have me turn from God. And I shared my story on the Finding Jesus Part 2 episode with you know, what happened to me with a priest, he screamed in my face, called me a liar, said, God knows I'm a liar and all that. Um, 
So fast forward to my grandmom dying, I just desperately, desperately, desperately wanted to be with her. I desperately wanted any connection, anything at all, any sign, any reason to believe that she was talking to me. And it started with my mom and myself actually so that was 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. If you are watching, you just literally saw me count on my fingers. Seven years. Um, they say that seven-year cycles are a thing. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, the timing is impeccable. Because it's seven years almost to the day, because it was around Christmas when my mom and I saw a medium for the first time. And that medium, she, you know, she knew things that she had no business knowing about my grandmom or about me or about my mom. And same, you know, likewise with the other people in the room because it was like a group thing. And um, that, that was a tremendous comfort to me because she's saying, you know, that my grandmom's with me and that I'm her star. And I had on the star necklace underneath my shirt that my grandmom had gotten me before she passed. And that was my first time pulling an oracle card. It was the Talking talking to Heaven deck by Doreen Virtue, which I still have. Won't have much longer, but I still have currently. And that was the first deck I purchased and the first time I pulled a card. So that experience led to more cards and more ways to try and talk with my grandma. So I started buying books about mediumship and enhancing your psychic ability and all that. And... Um, I had found that apparently crystals could help, you know, facilitate a connection between the energy of a deceased person and my energy and kind of bring her to me. And I started buying crystals and really diving deep into quote unquote crystal healing. And I mean, I have a, I have an expansive collection of crystals it's it's funny but yeah that you know it's 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 a domino effect right so that led to me being up in the middle of the night you know bro broken hearted on the internet and i've shared this story before where i found the word star seed you know i was looking for anything i was looking for anything and that's that's the thing right i wasn't looking for god i was looking for anything to help me and I found dialogue about star seeds and found like, wow, oh, I'm not from this planet. I'm here. No wonder I feel like such an outsider. No wonder I've been bullied my entire life. It just, it felt so cozy and it made me feel so special. And it made me feel like I had a purpose and like I had self-worth and self-actualization and self-value and an identity. I finally had an identity, right? I wasn't just this broken, traumatized person with a pain that suffocated me on a daily basis. I was a starseed. I was special. I was here on a soul mission to fulfill my soul contracts and to fulfill my karmic journey and blah, blah, blah. And so I started buying books about starseeds which inevitably led to the alien thing and being really entrenched in, you know, multidimensional entities and trying to channel them and successfully channeling them and receiving downloads from those beings 
that I thought were my, quote, spirit guides or my alien guides or my, my council, my angel team, my whatever, um, my Pleiadian family, because I was under the impression I came from the constellation Pleiades. Um, but I didn't come from the constellation Pleiades. I came from God. I came from God. I came from Jesus Christ. Um, and so I had this whole identity in the stars, which just inevitably led to astrology. And astrology just inevitably led to tarot, you know, the moon rituals, we would have cards. And I got the Rider Weight deck last year for Christmas because I just really wanted to dive deep into that and do readings for people and help people. And astrology became my identity. You know, I got, obviously, I have a podcast about it. I got super entrenched with it. Um, and yoga, I'm kind of like, not going in order at this point, but because yoga came shortly after my grandma's death too. And I will talk about these more in depth, but I just want to lay it all out first. Um, I became a yoga teacher. And, you know, in hindsight, it's funny how when I was in yoga teacher training for six months, that was one of the most depressive episodes I've ever had. And it's no accident or coincidence. You know, when I look back at that time, I thought yoga and learning about the chakras and universal life force and the chants <laughs> and the ancient poses i thought it was all healing me when in reality it was hindering me and um anyway so you know yoga crystals reiki i became a I became a reiki practitioner because i had reiki once and it made me feel really good for a while but you know it, it worked until it didn't work and then I needed more of it. And then that worked until it didn't work. And I was like, oh, well, you know, we just need like energy washes once in a while. <laughs> so I didn't think anything of it. You know, I didn't think it wasn't actually working. I just figured like it wears off. Um, but, you know, it doesn't wear off the Holy Spirit. So there's that. Anyway, um, I, yeah, became a Reiki practitioner to, and and then 200 hours of yoga teacher training and becoming a yoga teacher myself and offering card readings. And then, of course, creating this podcast with the intention of having the new moon and full moon reports biweekly so that I could help myself and all of you on your self-healing journey. That's what I've always said, that the Moon and Back podcast mission is to walk alongside one another on the self-healing journey. And that's why that's one of the reasons I can't call it Moon and Back anymore, because my mission has changed it's not about self-healing. It's about, you know, because the self will only get you so far, right? The self is only going to get you so far. I found this really great post on Instagram that I want to share. And it really makes me think about that whole idea of self-healing, right? Because it says, if you are your own God, which is what self-healing is all about, it's taking your own responsibility of your healing, which yes, we are responsible to some degree, but ultimately our healing comes from God. But anyway, this post says, if you are your own God, you are as good as it gets for you. No one can help you spiritually because no one else is your God, only you are. Your limited experience on earth is all you have to guide you through the mysteries of the universe, death, and beyond. You have to figure out how to provide your own afterlife without even knowing what happens after you die. 
Choosing to be your own God means you are worshiping a being who cannot create anything new, cannot save you from death, cannot provide you any answers you don't already know, cannot tell you what will happen for you, cannot provide a divine meaning or plan for your life, and cannot understand anything about reality outside of a human perspective. In fact, if you are your own God, then your God cares so little for you that he or she believes you deserve nothing better than to worship a flawed and finite God who will die someday and cannot offer any firsthand perspective on life after death. So ultimately, that's really what the self-healing journey is about, right? And so, you know, as I read that, I think to myself how, well, I did seek I did seek, you know, that outside of myself, that perspective, that enlightenment, and it never came from God Almighty, you know, creator of heaven and earth, the Father, the Holy, you know, the, the Holy Trinity, God, His Son, the Holy Spirit. It was coming from the Pleiadian Council, whoever the F that is, the Galactic Federation. I'm sorry, whoever the F that is. And look, I don't mean to criticize anybody who is entrenched in these practices or in these beliefs and ideologies because I understand how it feels because I was in it for seven years and I really believed in it with all of my heart and soul I would have put my hand on the bible and swore that I was from the stars from the plating from the Pleiades. so you know my mission with moon and back it served while it served, but it's not working anymore because I am no longer interested in being my own God. I'm no longer interested in idolizing the planets or the stars. I'm no longer interested in worshiping the creation. I am worshiping the creator. So not the universe, not the moon, not the sun, not Venus, not Mercury, not Gemini, not any of it. I am worshiping God almighty and finding my healing in him and the Holy Spirit and how that has renewed my mind and my soul and my heart. So that's my mission. And in that, I, I hope to invite you along with me. And not with me necessarily, but I hope to invite you to him. Just as other people have helped, you know, kind of hold my hand and lead me to God. I hope to encourage others to do that same thing. So I hope that you'll stick around. And if not, that's okay. You know, I know I'm going to lose people with this. I've already lost people. Some without even any explanation. You know, it's funny how my Finding Jesus episode triggered more people than anything I've ever put out there in my entire life. I said I found God. I found Jesus. And people got mad at me. People got critical of me. People got very accusatory and you know, very, very defensive of it. And I think it's just ironic how in the new age, we can say things like, I'm an alien, I come from a different planet, and I'm here to fulfill my soul contract and my karmic journey. And I have my starseed council surrounding me. And I channel the galactic federation, and the alien guides and the angel guides, um, you know, that help me through life, blah, blah, blah. But if you say, you know, I've found redemption in the Bible and Jesus Christ is my savior, 
people look at you like you're brainwashed or crazy. And the irony is that the new age is supposed to be open-minded and all about light and love and warmth and openness and expansiveness and quote-unquote spiritual enlightenment when the truth is you can't get any more enlightened than coming to God. And it's just really interesting, you know, and there's no coincidence in that, that there is this wall. There's this big wall with, with new age practice where we do reject the Bible and reject Jesus Christ and reject God with those modalities. And the reason is that unfortunately the new age practices are false light. And look, I'm not here to criticize any practitioners. I'm not here to criticize any of my friends because many of my friends love this stuff. And again, I understand because I was in it for seven years. And if you love this stuff, you know, you listen to this podcast for a reason. So I'm not here to criticize you either. I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm criticizing the practices themselves. And I'm criticizing Satan. (laughs) I'm criticizing demonic influence. Um, anyway, back to my story. I started going off on the tangent already. You know how I get, um, I, you know, the grandma, my grandma dying and then, you know, leading me into the new age practices, yada, yada, obviously fell in love with astrology and really it became my identity and became obsessed with it. Um, Because with astrology, you know, ask yourself even why you're turned on by astrology. You know, what, what led you to your first episode of moon and back? What led you to saying, huh, I really want to learn about that full moon in Pisces. Ooh, I really, really want to know what that new moon in Taurus is all about. Why? Ask yourself why. I, you know, admittedly, it's incredibly interesting and fascinating, but You know, what void within you led you there? Because I can say from experience that the void within me is what led me to astrology. You know, it made sense learning that my Venus is in Cancer when, you know, I compare that to my mental breakdowns or how sensitive I am or how anxious I am or how clingy I am, right? Oh, my Venus is in Cancer. Cool. Makes sense good, right? I found my identity in it. Or why am I feeling so jittery today? What's going on with the planets? Oh, okay, great. That makes sense. We found comfort in it. We found solace in it. We found identity in it. We found, quote, answers in it. We found healing or false healing, I should say, in it. Because the thing is, right, when I... You know, we get addicted to the moon cycles in a way because we have to keep coming back to it for the next thing, for the next piece of healing. And it's really sneaky that way. And it's not something I realized until very recently, you know. But I think back to those moon rituals because I used to have, we, you know, bi-weekly moon rituals before the podcast, especially when I had more free time with, with that sort of thing. Myself and my friends would gather in these new moon and full moon rituals where we would sit in a circle and call on our guides, call on our angels. And I don't mean to sound condescending when I say that. It's just 
when I think in hindsight about what was happening to me, it really makes me ill. And I just, I'm so mad at Satan. But I'm so grateful for God for showing me the deception. But anyway, when I think back to those new moon and full moon rituals where we would sit in the circle and chant and light our candles and pull our cards and share our intentions, you know, the truth is I was always breaking down. I was always crying my eyes out. I was always begging for healing and saying, oh, with this moon, I'm releasing this, I'm releasing that. Or with the new moon, oh, I'm setting these intentions so that I don't feel this way anymore. And the cycles would just repeat and repeat and repeat. And maybe something would feel better for a little while, but ultimately it would come back and it would just loop. And it would just loop and loop and loop and loop and loop and loop and go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then lead me to things like tarot where I'm sitting here questioning, like, why do I feel this way? What's going on with me? So I pull cards about it and the cards say, oh, you're in your tower moment. That's all it is. You're just in your tower. The sun is coming. And then I say, oh, okay, great. And move on with that, right? False promises, false promises from these moon rituals, false promises from the tarot cards. False promises from what I called my spirit guides, my spirit team, my angel guides, which I now know were fallen angels. Nowhere in the Bible does it say to call on angels. God can send you angels, but I was never asking God to send me angels. I was calling on them myself. So all the fallen ones were like, okay, here I come. Great. Yeah, I can help you. I got you, right? It says in the Bible that Satan is crafty and that even he can present as an angel of light. Even Satan can present as an angel of light. He is deceptive by nature. His job is to confuse you. His job is to destroy, kill, and steal everything good from you and to keep you from God. Satan wants to keep you from God and he does that by pretending to be an angel of light within all of these new age practices that have no roots in anything godly. Have you ever studied the roots of astrology? Because when I did, it made me ill. Have you ever studied the roots of yoga? Because when I did, it broke my heart. And the roots of Reiki, I remember learning about that when I had my Reiki practitioner um, teach me. You know, she never said one word about God. It was just about this guy channeling universal life force. Universal life force? Universal life force is not the Holy Spirit. Universal life force is just energy. And just energy is any old thing. unfortunately okay unfortunately and look again i'm not criticizing you if you do this i don't think you're a bad person i don't think you're i don't think you are demonic i think these practices are in fact i know they are now and i'm very sorry to say that and i'm more sorry that i have spent so much time teaching false light i feel a lot of guilt for that and I have been in repentance for it and that's what part of this podcast is part of what the rebranding is is my 
repentance because I I feel responsible for all of you that that trust me and listen to me and follow these these podcasts and follow my advice when I offer the full moon rituals and meditation ideas. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I just want you to know that I didn't know any better. I really didn't know any better. And I was being deceived. I was being deceived because the devil was playing on my trauma. All that trauma I talked about from not having a dad, from being bullied my whole life, from losing my grandma, my broken heart, right? When a heart breaks, it also opens. And so my heart was just open for, again, anything, anything to bring me peace, to bring me to her, anything. And you know what's really interesting is that I've only had two dreams about my grandmom since she's passed. The first, she gave me a hug because we never got to hug goodbye because I was on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean when she passed. And she gave me a hug goodbye. And that felt, it felt real in that dream. And, the, and you know, it does say in the Bible, God communicates to us in dreams. And the second dream I had about her, I was actually in heaven with her. And she was showing me her house. <laughs> and she looked over the balcony and she pointed down. She pointed down to, I'm getting chills. She pointed down to earth. And I realized now, I had that dream six years ago. And I realized now what she was telling me. She was saying, Angela, I'm not down there. That's not me. So the angel, the quote angel that I've been saying is my grandmom all this time was not her. It's been a fallen angel this whole time. Posing as my grandmom. That I've just let into my heart and soul and spirit and body and home and relationship and life. You know, whoever was communicating with that medium was not my grandma that day. And whoever communicates with mediums are not our deceased loved ones, unfortunately. And you can look up on YouTube thousands of testimonials of former mediums that will come forward and say the same thing. Okay, in the Bible it says, you know, do not call on the dead and do not seek counsel from those that do. Because... When you die, you go to heaven. When you die, you go to heaven. My grandmom was in heaven and she was trying to tell me then that she's not down there, here. She was trying to to tell me that I was being deceived. And it breaks my heart in hindsight to know that all this time it hasn't been her. But you know what? I'd rather know the truth than have a demon attached to me for the rest of my life. Because having those fallen angels, I try to use the word fallen angel because it's more gentle than demon. (coughs) Excuse me. Having those fallen angels around all these years has made me so anxious and so sad and depressed and doubtful and fearful of all the good things in my life and of myself. And it's only made me need them more, you know? It's like an addiction. The new age is like an addiction. 
you wake up anxious so you do yoga to feel better and then you feel better but then you get anxious again so you need to do more yoga right same thing with the moon cycles we get really upset about something and you know we we look to the moon to figure out what's going on with it and then we find solace in that and then we say okay great move through that move through that and then the next cycle comes it just doesn't stop same with the tarot cards i know people that pull tarot cards every day what if you dove into the word of god every day and look, the argument can be made that the Bible is man-made, right? Because the Bible was written by man ultimately. But here's the thing. None of these other things, none of these other things have anything to do with God. They never have. Nothing about the books on chakras have anything to do with God. Nothing about the books on astrology have anything to do with God. Nothing about the books of yoga have anything to do with God. The Bible is the only thing that has anything to do with God. So why would we not go there? If we have no problem trusting these other words, right? Trusting all these texts about the Starseed Council and about the chakra system, right? That book, The Wheels of Life and about crystal healing and about the moon cycles, the moonology books by Osmond Boland, right? We have no trouble trusting all of these things why do we have so much trouble trusting what the Bible says? It's what I said, because these practices are intentionally crafted to keep you from God. And so naturally, your heart is hardened to God and to Jesus and to the Bible. And look, I understand there's a lot of church hurt. Like, I get that. I had it too. But the thing is, the people that hurt you, even if they used the Bible as a justification to do the things that they did or said or whatever, like that priest did to me when he screamed in my face, that was not God. That was still a person. So people have hurt you. God has not hurt you. The Bible has not hurt you. How other people have chosen to act in, you know, a false, in a false way of presenting as being holy have hurt you not God, not Jesus, not the Bible. So we can separate the two when we really set the intention to do so and think critically about that, right? And I'm not here to invalidate anybody's trauma. That's not my job. I'm not here to invalidate anything anyone has been through. I'm just offering that perspective because Jesus has saved my life, okay? I wanted to kill myself in July, if I'm being totally honest. You know, I was asking myself in in July, how can I feel like how can I feel like this? When how can I feel like this? How can I feel like I want to die when I do all of the things, when I pull the cards, when I do the yoga, when I use the crystals to give myself an energy wash, when I follow the moon cycles, when I do the affirmations, when I do the meditations, how can I feel like I want to die all the time? Because God was not in my life. God was not at the forefront of my life. I was not convicted in the Holy Spirit. I was convicted in the moon cycles. And look, the moon is a dead rock, okay? The moon itself is not, the moon itself is false light. It is a dead rock and it reflects the light of the sun. The moon is false light in and of itself literally so why do i want influence from the moon 
Why do I want to be filled with the influence from the moon when I could instead be filled with the Holy Spirit? When I could instead be filled with the word of God? Because again, these, these books about the moon, these books about astrology, they have nothing to do with God or Jesus. They have entirely everything to do with the zodiac signs and finding purpose in that and your life trajectory being based on your birth chart. When the truth is, your life is not predetermined by the planets. Your life is predetermined by God who created you. Neptune and Venus did not create you. God did. So we need to really stop worshiping the creation and start worshiping the creator. Okay, he's not the universe. He created the universe. Again, the moon is a dead rock. It reflects light. It is not light. It is false light. And if that's not the greatest metaphor for astrology, then I don't know what is. False light? Literally. The moon cycles. And look, that's not to say that, you know, I, you know the moon affects menstrual cycles and all that, and the moon affects tides. Like, I'm not, I'm not denouncing that. I'm saying that it's not a god. It's not an idol. And we've been treating it that way on this podcast. And we treat it that way with, with astrology, with that practice in and of itself. We treat it as a false god. And it's not God. It's, you know, again, astrology is incredibly fascinating, right? It's undeniably interesting. But there's a big difference in astrology versus astronomy. And people want to use, and I did this for a while, you know, I mean... I said it in the Finding Jesus Part 2 episode that even in the Bible it says that God gave us the stars and the signs. Um, or he gave us the stars for signs and seasons. So I chose to be like, oh, that means zodiac signs. No, it means, you know, astronomy. Because back then people used the stars as navigation tools. You know, we use the stars to understand what season we're in. That is, and season meaning like fall, winter, spring. That is different than Capricorn and, you know, Virgo. It's, di it's different. So people confuse astronomy with astrology when it comes to the biblical context. And Satan uses that to his advantage because, again, Satan is crafty. It says that in the Bible. He is, can present as an angel of light. He is so wickedly smart. And... Um, so back to July, I, you know, I wanted to die and I'm asking myself, how, how can I feel this way when I do all the things? And, you know, I started looking up and I started asking God directly, like, help me, please help me, please save me. Those were the words I was using, save me. And it's the first time I asked him to save me. <clears throat> and what's funny is after I started asking him to save me, I started getting stuff on my Instagram feed about like, the new age being deceptive <laughs> and yoga being having like demonic roots and it really triggered me at first i was like nope no way because you know it's like well my intention um and that's what i said with astrology too you know my intentions are good my intentions with teaching yoga are good but as the saying goes and i have it sitting up on my screen, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. 
So the road to hell is paved in good intentions. It doesn't matter how good your intentions are with these new age practices when their origins are false light. Astrology was founded in Babylon for the reason of people using the zodiac signs to understand their personalities and to use it as a way of fortune telling, forecasting their lives, making predictions of the future and understanding their life trajectory. And if you know anything about the Bible in Babylon, you know that's no good. Like Babylon in and of itself is not the place, right? The roots of astrology, Hinduism, pagan gods. Look up what the warrior poses are about. The warrior poses were literally to yoke pagan gods to invite them to your body. The word yoga in and of itself means union. So with yoga, I actually have something here to read about that. Okay, the word yoga means union and the goal is to unite one's transitory self with the infinite Brahman, which is the Hindu concept of God. This God is not a literal being, but an impersonal spiritual substance that is one with nature and the cosmos. This view is called pantheism, the belief that everything is God and that reality consists only of the universe and nature. And because everything is God, the yoga philosophy makes no distinction between man and God. So the yoga philosophy is ultimately saying you are God. You are your own God. You can invite God into your body and be God, a God. You can be your own God. And it's back to that post I read, right? If you're your own God, that's as good as it's going to get for you. So there's a lot of yoga. You know, it, it, it ultimately originated with a blatantly anti-Christian philosophy. And that philosophy has not changed. It teaches one to focus on oneself instead of the one true God. It encourages its participants to seek the answers to life's difficult questions with their own consciousness instead of the word of God. When in the Bible, it says Lean not on your own understanding, but in me, meaning Jesus. Trust in Jesus with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. And that's exactly what yoga is. It's all about opening up your consciousness, opening yourself up to the universe or whatever. But when we open ourselves up, that opens us to deception from God's enemy, Satan, who searches for victims that he can turn away from God. You know? I ha I've had people comment on my yoga videos because, again, my intentions were good. I've had people comment on my yoga videos and say, it makes me really uncomfortable when you say God. Can you stop? The fact that you're practicing yoga and hearing God makes you uncomfortable should be a red flag. Perhaps because yoga has nothing to do with God. And I want to be clear that in my rebranding, I'm still going to be offering like stretching and fitness videos, but we're not doing the warrior poses. We're not doing eagle. We're not doing goddess. We're not doing any of those things, you know, like, you know, reaching, reaching your arms up overhead, take a big stretch like this. 
that's fine, you know? But the chance and the warrior poses, you know? Those kind of like unnatural things, ego pose. It's That has nothing to do with exercise or stretching. That is the origins of that are to invoke, you know, kundalini even. And kundalini is, that's not God. That's not God energy. That's like serpent energy. We hear about the serpentine energy a lot. There's a lot of snake um, references within the yoga practice, like cobra, you know? Um, and... If we know anything about snakes and reptiles and you know anything about the Bible, that's Satan, right? So I started seeing all these kinds of things come up on my feed. And again, it triggered me immensely. Like I did not want to hear it. But the thing is, right? Like I said, when you're in the new age, you're supposed to have an open mind. You're supposed to remain curious and have an open heart and not reject things simply because they trigger you. Especially with my conservative views, right? I'm definitely consider myself to be a conservative if you want to think politically and I pride myself on having an open mind and researching things and willing to be wrong when presented with new information I don't close my mind off to things because they trigger me or upset me or because they go against the grain of what I believe in and so I knew I had to like keep an open mind to it because if I didn't that's going against directly everything I preach so with the open mind came research and that's how I found the roots of yoga. You know, I was never taught in yoga teacher training that yoga was created to invoke pagan gods and invite them into your body. I was just taught about universal oneness and the chakras and the chakras are like a totally different thing. It's, you know, opening your chakras. It's opening to satanic influence and i will in my rebranding i will be getting into all of these topics individually right chakras tarot yoga astrology crystals all of it ascended masters star seeds aliens all of it we're gonna have so many episodes on that in the future um but anyway before i get there let's stay where we're at. I, you know, finding all this stuff obviously had to make me reconsider what I was doing. And I started reading the Bible and it started changing my life. And that's no, that's no baloney. Like the reading the Bible started changing my life rapidly. I will share this story another time, how God saved my relationship. But Long story short, I was having a lot of doubts about my relationship with my partner, with my fiance, with this incredible man who loves me unconditionally. He loves me as Christ loves the church, you know, and he's not necessarily where I'm at right now with my beliefs, but without even realizing it, he embodies, he embodies the qualities of Jesus Christ because he has loved me just unconditionally and so patiently for so many years. And sometimes even at his own expense. And that's, that's not to say you should self-sacrifice for anybody. But, you know, when I think back in hindsight at how this man has loved me for all the 12 years that I've known him, it just reminds me of Jesus. 
And I was doubting that. I was doubting that love because of lust and passion and the what ifs and sex and the, the feelings of temptation, right? Like I was doubting that and being so incredibly selfish and holding him to these ridiculously high expectations. And just long story short, I was just doubt. I was just doubting it. Questioning, do I want to be with him? Should I be with him? Blah, blah, blah. Like so anxious about it. Just so terribly anxious about it. And literally God saved my relationship. I would not be with Mike still if I had not found God. Because the devil wanted me away from him. The devil doesn't want people to get married. Marriage is the one thing that we that we still have before the fall, before the before original sin in the Garden of Eden. The devil doesn't want people married and in love. And, you know, the Bible says that your marriage is, is three of you, man, wife, God. The, the devil doesn't want that. He wants us apart. He wants us in lust. He wants us in in immoral sex like he wants us entrenched in all of those earthly pleasures because it keeps us from god and it was almost overnight it just all washed away all the doubts i had since i opened the bible and then a few months later, we were engaged. And, you know, our engagement was a moment I had always feared because I, I, I was afraid I, that I would think, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. You know, like that kind of thing. Like, oh, 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 I can't do this right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I was so scared of that moment for so long. And then when it happened, my mind was just sound. There was no doubt. There, I mean, I was shocked. <laughs> Because I just turned around and there he was on one knee looking all cute saying, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But I wasn't anxious and I wasn't doubtful. I was sound. And that word sound has been coming up a lot for me lately. Because, you know, comfortable and exhilarated and cozy. You know, those are all words that I could describe when thinking about how I felt in the new age. But sound was never one of them because there's, there's a huge difference between being comfortable and being sound, right? You can be comfortable and miserable, but when you're sound, you're solid. And that's what I am now since finding God and accepting Christ as my savior and denouncing these new age practices. I'm sound. I don't need tarot cards. I have the Bible. I don't need crystals. I have the Bible. I don't need Reiki. I have the Holy Spirit. I don't need astrology. I have God. I don't need the planets to tell me what's going to happen next month. I don't need to pick a date for my wedding that coincides with a good astrology day. You know, I have God. I have the Holy Spirit. And I recorded that Finding Jesus episode with Alex in Nashville the same week I was like, you know, Mike had the ring in his pocket that day, you know. And when I recorded that Finding Jesus episode with my friend Alex, who, by the way, has been such a great source of support for me. And it's really funny because I never imagined her and I like being close. I've always thought she was really cool and stuff, but we're growing closer as I grow closer to God. And 
she's just been so good to me. But anyway, I, I recorded that episode with her and it felt, it felt better than any episode I'd ever recorded. And then I had so much backlash from it. (laughs) So many people scrutinizing me and coming at my neck and saying like, oh, I hope you don't stop doing astrology. You're so good at that. Oh, does this mean that you're done with, with yoga? Does it mean you're, you're done with astrology? Like people just saying even, you know, like Christian, oh, Christianity is so flawed. You shouldn't go down that path or, oh, this is really surprising coming from you. Just all this stuff that was coming at me that all at once, that was so triggering from my childhood trauma, from those reject, from that rejection I faced as a kid from the bullying I faced all throughout my adolescence and my teenage years, and even as an adult. Like, I'm still bullied because, you know, people find out I voted for Trump and I'm a racist. You know what I mean? It's like, bullying has just been such a staple of my life. And when I came forward as finding Jesus, the bullying commenced full throttle. And so I have to admit, my Finding Jesus Part 2 episode, I was trying to save face a little bit. Um, because I could feel that I was losing people and I didn't want to lose you guys. I, you know, I, I love this podcast. I love this platform. I love what I've created. Um, but I and I could feel some of you slipping away and doubting me and, and doubting, doubting this and everything. And I, and I don't want to lose you. I didn't want to lose you. But in that I, I started to lose myself again. Because in, in hindsight, there were things I said in that podcast that even as I said them in the Finding Jesus Part 2 episode, even as I said them, I knew I don't actually feel that way anymore. I don't, you know, I don't really believe that. But maybe I can, right? Maybe I can. Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe it's a stumbling block, whatever. Because I was really, really trying to justify the astrology thing. Really, really trying to justify it with, you know, cherry-picking scripture, you know, oh, the wise men, they follow the star to Bethlehem, right? Um, and again, that one line, like God, you know, gave us the stars for signs and seasons. But again, that's confusing astrology with astronomy. And I was trying really hard to justify it because, you know, I wanted it to be true. I wanted it. I wanted astrology to stay in my life because for so long it had meant so much to me. And, you know, again, it's, it's undeniably fascinating and I'm good at it. I'm good at interpreting the patterns. I'm good at breaking it down, but you know what? I'm also really good at flirting with men. I'm really good at flirting with men and manipulating their energy to get what I want from them and to make them want me. That doesn't mean I should do it, right? Just because I'm really good at something doesn't mean I need to be doing it. If it's not ultimately serving God or serving the best in me. And astrology does not serve the best in me. Worshiping God does. And astrology has been distracting me for a long time. And I realized that recently. It's been distracting me from things that really matter to me. Because I've just made it my whole life. It's distracted me from a lot of the fitness things that I adore. It's distracted me from the true career that I now know I'm meant to be following. It's distracted me from my relationships. It's distracted me from God, first and foremost. It's distracted me from God. 
And I tried. I mean, if you listen to the last couple episodes, like where I do the new moon and full moon reports and even the seasonal reports, I bring God into it at the forefront. But you can you can feel it when you listen that it's just, it's like square hole and then round peg sort of thing. It just doesn't fit. And I tried. But the reason it doesn't fit is because, again, the roots of astrology have no place for God. They never did. They never intended to. And all these astrologers that you probably know of and follow, they don't talk about God like this. They don't talk about the Bible or Christianity or, or accepting Christ as your savior. They say, oh, Mercury's in retrograde next month, so don't sign any contracts. Like, I, I just, I feel silly for having been so entrenched in that now. and you know it's it's hard to it's hard to admit all this like it really is I remember sitting on the balcony with my fiance in North Carolina and I was crying and I was saying do you think this is easy for me do you think it's really easy for me to sit here and admit that I have spent seven years doing yoga and teaching yoga and facilitating Reiki and receiving Reiki and using these crystals to quote-unquote heal my energy and following the moon cycles religiously only to say that none of it has helped do you really think this is easy for me and for me to just say like all along this is all I needed the Bible, this is all I needed all along. Of course it's not easy. This is, this is simultaneously both the most challenging and the best thing that I've ever done. You know, I... Yesterday was Sunday, so I'm recording this on a Monday morning, which I never record the podcast the same day I release... But at church yesterday, before I went, I said to God, hey, I need you to speak to me today through Pastor Joe. If you want me to do this, meaning denounce astrology and rebrand my podcast, rebrand my fitness, like rebrand me, basically. If you want me to really do this, if astrology doesn't have a place, tell me to do it today. Tell me to do it today, Lord. Speak to me through Pastor Joe. Be there in church and talk directly to my heart and I will I will obey you. Okay? I I told him tell me to do it if I'm meant to do it, right? And so in church we read over John chapter 2 where it says in verse 4 I'm sorry, verse 5 his mother meaning the virgin Mary. This is actually the last time in the Bible that the virgin Mary speaks to us and her last words are His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. And then my pastor kind of talked about that. And he said, you know, if Mary was still here, she would be saying the same thing to all of us. Whatever Jesus tells you to do, do it. And I just started weeping in the middle of church because I, he, he spoke to me. I, I literally said, tell me to do it. If you want me to do it. And those same exact words, Whatever he says to you, do it. Can't get much more clear than that. So I believe this has been a part of God's plan for me is to, you know, have have me have this platform where 
I have spent a year <laughs> building um, this this brand for myself and this name for myself in this new age practice only to ultimately come to denounce all of it and pull a 180 and say, well, I'm Christian and I love Jesus and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, not the influence of a dead rock in space that only reflects light. You know, I am a woman of God. I really believe he wanted me to do this, not to humiliate me, because this isn't embarrassing. It's not embarrassing for me to come to God, but to one, humble me, and two, for you listening, for you. Because, you know, he says, if you have the faith of just a mustard seed, and maybe that's what this episode is for you, maybe it's just that mustard seed. Like how when I started scrolling through Instagram, and I saw those things about how yoga was demonic and um, new age practices are demonic and tarot cards are actually demons speaking to you, not angels and blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I hope that this will do that for you. And I think that's what God wants. And I know I'm going to lose people again. I know that the persecution is coming. I know it, you know, it's, the persecution is coming and that's fine. They crucified Jesus, you know. I, um, I'm ready for it because you can't shake me now. You can't shake what I have with him. Because he saved my life. He saved me from sin when he died on the cross and he saved me from suicide in July. You know, I realized I relapsed with self-harm in March of 2021. I hadn't cut myself in years since I was like a teenager and I I was so sad in March. You know, I tried to give up weed at the time for Lent and I uh I relapsed. And then I'm coming onto this podcast preaching about healing. And if you listen to other practitioners like myself, other astrologers, um, ex-yoga teachers, ex-light workers, um, and again, I don't mean to sound condescending. I just, in hindsight, I feel, I feel foolish for being deceived like that. But if you listen to these testimonies, they say the same thing, that they were never happy. You know, they, they might be for a short while. They might feel joy or healing for a short while but ultimately the, their patterns would repeat their depression their anxiety would always come back and that's why they kept teaching those things you know like the law of attraction and about the chakras and about reiki and all of it but if you listen to them they say the same thing i'm saying that they've just never experienced anything like they have in all of these practices like they have in Jesus Christ. Jesus, it says in the Bible, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light that you can't get to God through anything except Christ. So you can't get to God through your crystals. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't get to God through the moon rituals or through 
Reiki or through yoga or through tarot. And I'm really sorry to say that. And I'm sorry if it triggers you, but you know, the truth, as they say, will set you free. And I know I'm guilty of saying multiple truths can exist at once. That comes from my new age conditioning, that mindset. Because, you know, while it is true that how we perceive things, you know, content in the form of context, right? How we perceive things is based on our experiences. While that to a degree is true, yes. You know, the sky is blue and it's not green just because you feel like it is. If in your heart of hearts, you are like, the sky is green. It is bright green and I love it and it feels so cozy and comfy to know that and that is my truth. That doesn't change the fact that the sky is blue. The same as if it feels really, really good for you to follow these moon cycles. It feels cozy and it feels like your truth doesn't change the fact that it's rooted in ancient Babylon and the purpose was to find your identity in the stars and in the planets. Doesn't change the roots of, of yoga. Doesn't change the roots of tarot. Doesn't change the roots of any of it. There is literally a devil card in the tarot deck. There's not a God card. There's a reason for that. And we just, we just ignore all that, right? The same way that in astrology, we ignore what isn't true, right? Because obviously, I mean, the, the, what draws people to astrology is the accuracy and many and much of it, right? It's like, wow, that actually does describe who I am. And you know, there, yeah, there are things with my zodiac rising sun and moon that are accurate, but there's also a lot that's not true. And we just sort of ignore those parts, don't we? Or if we go to see a medium, we kind of just ignore the things that aren't necessarily true, but we cling on to the ones that are true. Or if we see a fortune teller, I've seen a fortune teller, a psychic, you know, we kind of just ignore whatever he or she may say that's not true and cling to what she says that is true because there is some, there is truth in it. But again, even Satan can present as an angel of light. He is deceptive and he is crafty and his job is to confuse you. Trust me, he's confused me a lot over the past few weeks. He's been trying really hard to keep me entrenched in this. Even this morning as I was getting ready. I was on the verge of having a panic attack before I recorded this because I was like, but, but astrology, but, 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 but God created the stars, but God created the plants, but, but, but no, God did not create me as an anxious being. He created me in, in sound mind. And again, Satan's job is to confuse me. And it's similar to in the Garden of Eden, how the serpent said to Eve, you know, when she says, well, God said not to eat that apple. The serpent's like, uh, did he really say that though? Was that really what he meant? Is that really what he meant when he said that? Or do you think he could just eat it? Maybe, you know, and she eats it. And it's just the same thing that I've been doing for the past like month with astrology. It's like, God, it says in the Bible, 
don't, don't, you know, don't do astrology. You know, don't follow the stargazers that they're going to burn in their own fire, which I have many times, right? Straight up says it explicitly. Don't rely on astrology. Don't rely on sorcery. Don't rely on witchcraft. Like, don't. It's not God. It says it explicitly. But then here I am saying, "Mm, but God created the stars. So is that really what he means? It's literally, that's how Satan works. He confuses you. He makes you question what is sound. Because Satan is of the world. He is of the customs of the world. And um, with that just comes so much deception and confusion. And he is so... He is so gung-ho on holding us captive from God. And he's just doing cartwheels to keep us entrenched in our godlessness. And for me, it worked for seven years. It worked for 27 years, really, because I've never known God like this. Like I said, I went to Catholic school and church, but Catholicism is a very different experience than Christianity. And... I don't know, I just, this is, this is right. And I'm not here to say you're wrong. Again, please try not to take anything I'm saying personal. Try and receive it with an open mind and an open heart as these practices have taught you to. I'm not criticizing anybody, I'm criticizing the practices and their origins and the influence behind those origins. So I am absolutely rebranding in the year 2022. This will be the last podcast that I put out until then. And when you see me again, everything will look different. Um, This thing above my head, like this Archangel Metatron cube. Who, okay, who even is Archangel Metatron, right? I, he's not in the Bible anywhere. I, I learned about him from an Ascended Masters book and I vibed with, the he's like supposed to be like an intergalactic archangel or something and i just thought that was cool because i was a star seed right so yeah i vibed with it so i'm getting rid of all of it i'm throwing out all of my astrology books i'm throwing out all of my oracle cards i'm going to try and burn them if possible but i'm not sure how safe that is i don't know where i could do that in a safe setting I have these like Buddha heads around my house I'm getting rid of. Um, All these books to my right side as I sit here, I have the Starseed Transmissions, the Pleiadian Workbook, ET Contact, Cosmic Consciousness, Oneness, uh, Starseed Council, Transmissions and Messages from the Council. Like 
wheels of life, astrology for the soul, like moonology, all of, I'm getting rid of all of it. And my decorations that like I have astrology tapestries. I just, I don't want it. It does not serve God or my best. So it has no place in my home. I'm done inviting fallen angels into my home. I'm done inviting them into my heart. I want it all gone. I don't know if I'm going to get rid of my crystals because honestly, they're just pretty. They're pretty rocks. And I feel like if I just look at them like pretty rocks and don't use them to try and heal a headache, then that's fine. Some of the moon stuff, like the moon's pretty, you know, the moon's, we can admire the moon and say like, wow, God is so good. Look at that beautiful full moon. And same with the planets. Like God is so good. Look at that. Look, I can see Venus from here, you know? So, you know, we'll see. This is a journey for me and it's unfolding. And even my clothes, I am so inspired to just get an entirely new wardrobe. <clears throat> and it's really funny because that car accident I was in back in May, I'm actually getting money, more money back from that. And it's like, I've been saying, I really need a new wardrobe. I really want to redecorate. And it's like, God's like, here, have a little shopping spree. You know, if you really mean what you say, then I'm going to provide for my kids. And he does. He provides for his children when you ask him. So there's no denying that this is the path I'm on. It's no longer the self-healing journey. It is the journey of healing in God and in the Holy Spirit and in Jesus Christ. So we are going so much further than to the moon with this rebrand in 2022. We are going to heaven. And I haven't, I think I know what I want to call it, but I'm not 100%. I'm like 98%. So I'm leaving that 2% open for, you know, something else to come through as far as a name <clears throat> for the podcast goes. Um, but yeah, next time you hear from me, this podcast will be different and you don't have to worry about subscribing to something new or finding me somewhere else. All I'm doing is changing the name on the existing platforms and changing the picture. So there will be a new picture and a new title of the podcast come 2022. And in the podcast, I will be interviewing people like me, those who are recovering from the new age. And I will be discussing things, like I said before, like tarot and chakras and yoga and all of that, um, astrology, talking to people like myself who have really denounced the new age and you know, even Doreen Virtue, who it's funny because she was, like I said, the talking to heaven deck, she's the first deck I ever had. And she herself years ago pulled back from all of it because of the same thing. So I'll be talking to people like that. Um, also inviting people on to dive deeper into scripture, um, like pastors and just biblical scholars, um, people who can talk about the really interesting things about the Bible and about the Old Testament, like the Nephilim, the Nephilim. I still can't say that word, the Nephilim and things like that and giants and all of that. Um, and we'll be talking more about health and nutrition because that is my 
that is one of my major goals for 2022 that God put on my heart. You know, I was asking him, what is my path in life? Like, what, how am I supposed to earn money? How can I be a stay-at-home mom and earn money and, you know, be fulfilled within a career? Because I'm fulfilled within God, but, you know, it's nice to have some sort of career. So how can I be a homemaker but also, you know, be working? And he put it on my heart health and fitness coaching, which I did that years ago. And I never ever thought in a million years that that would be a part of my plan again. But it's what God said. And I'm sound in it. You know, for the first time in my life, I don't feel like there's this foggy haze in front of me. I feel like the fog has been lifted and I can see the road so much more clearer than I have ever been able to in my entire life. And it's because of him. It's because of Jesus and because of the Holy Spirit and from entrenching myself in the Bible. And now that I won't be distracted with astrology, you know, spending five to six hours on these reports, I'm going to have so much more time to study for these certifications that I'll be getting in nutrition and fitness realms and to study the word and to really, you know, read books about, you know, born again kind of people and not these channeled materials that are actually BS, you know, all of that. So there's a lot of really good things coming in the new year with the rebranding of this podcast. And I do hope you'll stick around, but I understand if it's too much for you right now. I just ask that perhaps you keep an open mind and see where it may lead you because it's led me to a peace and a grace and a love unlike anything I've ever known in my life. And I just want to share that with you. And I hope that you're willing to receive it. Um, as far as the yoga goes, I'm still going to be posting stretch and fitness videos. So again, we will not be going through more of the traditional poses like the warrior poses and eagle and goddess and things like that. I'm going to be really studying exactly what poses are, you know, just stretching like, you know, a lunge. It's just a stretch versus, you know, twisting your body all up to try and invite a pagan god into into your energy field. You know what I mean? So I still will be offering free fitness on the YouTube channel. In the meantime, I recommend if you don't already to follow me on Instagram because over the next couple weeks leading up to the new year, I will be slowly you know, making more of these announcements on my page. And I haven't decided yet if I want to delete or archive rather all of my old full moon, new moon posts, because I kind of want people to see the change. You know, I want people to see how encapsulated and in love with it and how convicted I was in all of it in the yoga and the Reiki and the tarot and the moon I kind of want people to see the conviction in that and how Jesus has the power to turn that all around and to open your eyes if you're willing to see him. So I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do there. Same with the podcast. I I don't know if I'm going to delete all the old episodes and start fresh or if I'm just going to create a new season. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll see. It's unfolding. So best thing you can do is just follow me on Instagram in the meantime at Angela Mariucci, and I will leave that in the show notes. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, 
It really does mean a lot to me. And I want to thank you so much for your support over the past year. It's been really incredible to build this thing and to be consistent with it and to show myself that I can, that I can, right? Um, but yeah, it's just, everything's changed. So I'm honoring God and myself with that change. And I hope that you'll stick around. But again, I know I'm going to lose people and I know the persecution is coming and that's fine because I have God on my side. And I know that now like I've never known it before. And, you know, a lot. this is challenging, like I said, but it's what needs to happen. So... I believe I can wrap up here. I do want to end with a Bible verse. Something that Alex said to me today. It's short and simple. It's Matthew 16, 23. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And so with that, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I don't care if people don't think I'm cool anymore. You know, it's something I was worried about, losing my clout. Astrology made me cool, whatever. I don't care if people think I'm corny. I don't care if people think I'm brainwashed by Christianity or the Bible. I don't care if people have issues with it. I don't care. Get behind me, Satan. No way. Same with all the confusion, right? This morning I was having a panic attack and Alex sent me that verse. She's like, that's literally the devil. That's literally Satan trying to confuse you and keep you trapped because he knows you're on the brink. He, he knows he's on the brink of losing you. And he is. He did. He's lost me. And he's especially going to lose me when he, all the shit is out of my house. Part of my language. But this Archangel Metatron cube is going to be a cross above my head. Okay? There's going to be crosses all over my house. Not today, Satan, is my vibe. So I wanted to share that verse with you because... If anything that I've said at all in this episode has made you curious, even just a fragment so, then it's worth leaning into. Don't care what other people think. Even if you love tarot, even if you worship, you know, if you have your crystals, if you follow the moon cycles, if you do yoga every day, just be curious about what, what the message is here. Don't close your heart or your mind to anything that I'm saying right now. Don't close your mind to God, Lord Jesus, or his word. Because again, all this other stuff has nothing to do with God, but the Bible is the only thing that does. So I am rebranding, and this is the last time you will hear from me on the podcast until 2022. So with that, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. I hope that you have a very Happy New Year, that you spend time with friends and family, eating yummy food and having really connective time and just enjoying and making the most of every single moment. 
Praise God. I really do love all of you so much, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, and I do hope you'll stick around. But if you don't, someone else will. So it's all good. It's all God's plan, and I trust it now. I trust him. So thank you so much for listening. Again, follow me on Instagram. I will be posting over the next couple of weeks leading up to the relaunch of this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you in 2022. So I'm sending you so much love. You take care. And God bless you.